Well, thank you. I was most honored to be invited to membership in the uh, American Academy of Achievement. It is also a privilege to share this recognition with such distinguished colleagues. I couldn't help but reflect what an award as prestigious as this signified. What was it, I wondered, that the council had in mind to recognize? Perhaps I thought it is the importance of an idea that can eventually be demonstrated to others where the key word is demonstrated. Trying to prove an idea, especially so that it is accepted by other scientists, often takes years, can sometime consume a lifetime, or occasionally can extend beyond the life of the scientist who originated the idea, is not able to prove it in his lifetime or demonstrate it. Why such a long time period uh, to prove something in a laboratory? Mostly this is because the handmaiden of experimental work is mostly failure and also the necessity of having to live temporarily with a frustrating feeling of not understanding the rules, nature's rules. And the long voyage to uh, understanding, to knowing something for sure, not maybe, but for sure, uh, something that has never been known before, uh, takes a lot of perseverance above all else, the same characteristic that uh, Keith Black commented on. And it's a characteristic that uh, surgeons uh, need absolutely. It's now been more than 30 years since I began work on the problem of how small blood vessels grow, a process called angiogenesis, uh, the growth of blood vessels. And by 1971, we were able to, I was able to publish the idea that cancers absolutely need to recruit their own private blood supply, and that if this process was turned off, I predicted that tumors could not grow. Uh, today, moving fast forward, there are, are at least 20 novel drugs that stop blood vessel growth. They are called angiogenesis inhibitors. They are being tested in clinical trial in cancer patients throughout this country and Europe. And newer, more potent inhibitors will begin to be tested in September, and others are coming from university and pharmaceutical labs. In addition, angiogenesis inhibitors are being tested now in patients who are at risk of going blind from blood vessel growth in the eye. Eventually, anti-angiogenic therapy may treat arthritis or certain skin diseases and plaques in the coronary arteries. But initially, this idea was greeted with great hostility and ridicule. In the early 1970s, almost no scientists thought that tumor growth had anything to do with new blood vessels. And in fact, the first paper stating this in 1971 uh, for that paper, we still have all the reprints. Now, when we subsequently showed by electron microscopy that the vessels were new, then critics said, well, that was an inflammatory side effect of dead tumor cells. And then later, when we demonstrated that only living and not dying tumor cells could induce blood vessel growth, angiogenesis, critics said, yes, but you will never be able to prove that an angiogenic protein causes this reaction. And then years later, when we produced evidence that there was such a, a diffusible angiogenic protein, and now there are others, critics on 
review committees for grants and review uh, committees for, or, or referees for papers, and even close colleagues, uh, many of them tenured professors, said you will never be able to purify such a substance. And then when we had been working at this uh, purification, uh, greatly frustrated for about four years, colleagues said, you see, we were right, it is impossible. In fact, it took six years. Now during these years of almost constant criticism and many failed experiments, I began to ponder the question, how do you know when to keep going or when to cut your losses and start in a new direction? How does one make the decision to persist when the experts are insisting that the quest is futile, especially when there are no experts of the future? There are only experts of the past, and they guard the gates of the journals, the study sections, and so forth. And so persistence sounds wonderful, but it has a downside. And there seems to be a fine line between persistence and obstinacy in research or in any creative work of any kind in other professional activities as well. And how do you know when you've crossed the line? I wonder how many in this audience during their professional careers or business careers or political careers or artistic careers or others have confronted this uncomfortable question. Perseverance is a trait much admired uh, in the Anglo-Saxon tradition. The English language has more synonyms for perseverance than any other language. Tenacity, persistence, endurance, resolute, undaunted, and for emphasis, bulldog tenacity or dogged perseverance and slogans like don't give up the ship and stick to your gun. These are our British ancestors. However, these maxims originated, however, mainly from circumstances when the objective was obvious to everyone, when the goal was always in sight. Lord Nelson could see the French and Spanish armadas, Livingston the Nile, Hillary the top of Mount Everest. But what if the goal or objective is only in the clear in the imagination of one scientist? In fact, a grant review said the existence one time in the 70s of an angiogenic factor exists only in the imagination of the principal investigator. Therefore, the work was rejected. But suppose only in the imagination of one scientist or a couple, but this goal is invisible to everyone else, such as journal referees. And it turns out that if a particular result or discovery caps years of effort, or if a lengthy project eventually succeeds, the success itself is said to be based on this admirable trait of the scientist, his or her perseverance in the face of overwhelming obstacles. But what happens if a long line of experiments fails, or never succeeds in the lifetime of a grant, three to five years, or in the lifetime or in the time limit before the researcher is evaluated for tenure, seven to 11 years, Harvard's a little longer, or occasionally in the lifetime of the scientist. Then the same tenacity when which we admired in the successful researcher is now blamed for the failure of the thwarted researcher who is now called obstinate, inflexible, stiff-necked, bullheaded, wedded to a theory, it's again the English language, pig-headed, which is the worst of all. In a university promotion committee one hears Quote, the candidate stayed with this idea too long, 
or he or she is no longer productive. Too bad, because he should have given up this line of experiments or switched to a different approach. He is inflexible. So how many years can one persist without any acceptance of one's ideas from colleagues to say nothing of an honor as distinguished uh, as recognition by the American Academy of Achievement? 10 years, 15 years, 20 years? And when I put this question to scientific colleagues, the guideline followed by the best scientists around the country to decide when to persist or when to change direction seemed to be based on how important or seminal the problem was uh, and all said the key is to choose a problem that is worth persistent effort, worth the effort. Edwin Land, the founder of Polaroid, uh, put it in stronger words when he said, my personal philosophy is not to undertake a project unless it is manifestly important and nearly impossible. The best analogy of what biomedical research is really like is the description by the author E.L. Doctorow of what it is like to write a book, a novel. Dr. O said, writing is like driving at night. You cannot see beyond your headlights, but you can make the whole trip that way. And it seems if we have been doing a lot of night driving over the three decades, and many scientists have now joined this exciting biomedical journal, and in the final analysis, the recognition by one's colleagues that new knowledge has arrived from a new idea reconfirms the value of persistence. So I am deeply grateful to the American Academy of Achievement for their confidence and for the fact that they have put their imprimatur on the value of persistence improving ideas. Thank you. Thank you, Dr. Uh, thank you.